The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Now presenting the Academy Award for Best Performance. It is going to... Not you, nigga. Tune in. In the conversation. Check in and subscribe to your favorite show on ComedyVoices.com. Powered by digital media. Find your voice. Stand Up Labs and UCB Comedy lead the way in bringing you one laugh after another on ComedyVoices.com. A digital media production. The following is a presentation of ComedyVoices.com. Time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon, craziest Dominican, you know, Vladimir Camayo, my cool man from the county of Dade, Ali Muhammad. Yeah, this is in the conversation. This is Damian Lemon on the microphone, and uh, we're happy to be here. And as always, on my right hand side, I got El Capitan Vladimir Camayo. Ah, West Coast Vlad is that's physically that's on the West Coast. Baby, we out here on the West Coast. On the West Coast, we went by coastal on this one. This man is on the on the landline, straight from Hollywood. But always on my left side, we got you got Ali Muhammad in here, live in the flesh, very present, the voice, roll call. Of your choice, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna let you hit it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying you know, it's it sounds better when somebody else hit it. You know, what I'm you know what I'm saying the voice of your choice in the building, y'all. This cat don't even do his own drops no more. Now I'm a hype man. That's hilarious. How y'all doing, fellas? Oh man, we good, man. Oh man, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting time, man. It's a, it's good, it's good to have everybody on the mic. What a time! You know what I'm saying Chris is in the building as always. You know, um, what a time! Exactly. I mean, I mean, we might as well get into because everybody's been talking about it. I mean, we just, we just bumped into the the fellas of uh, Tuesdays with Stories. That's another podcast on the Stand Up Labs network. If you're not familiar, that's Joe List and Mark Norman, uh, two white men. And uh, we had a conversation <laughs> about the whiteness of the Oscars. Mm-hmm. Now, we have uh, uh, in the conversational list uh, Vladimir right now in L.A. He's been in L.A. for about a good two weeks. So? In the midst of it all, in Hollywood, just left a motherfucking studio lot. No, we I'm won't saying. disclose all of that, but he's doing big things. Hopefully, he could wind up at a podium. Hopefully, hopefully, his career goes so good that he does get snubbed, <laughs> and, uh, and and his woman to say, you know what, fuck that, we fighting this shit, and all the Dominicans go boycott this shit. Crazy, you know what I mean? Mm. So you, you, sound, you made me sound like a field. You made, you made me sound like a field correspondent. You, you out are there. a field you correspondent. Field. You're out there no, in no, the no, field no, right no. now. No, no, no. Yeah. You're the closest thing we got. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. I'm trying, get, I'm trying. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get an exclusive with On the Viv. Oh mm. man, I'm sure. Uh, if, if that's the direction you want to go, yeah. On oh, Viv, hot right well, now. She man. hot in the streets on one side of the fence. What's so funny is that everybody still call her Aunt Viv. Twenty years the later, the dark skin Aunt Viv. The dark skin Aunt, Aunt Viv one. <laughs> Nobody talk about light skin Aunt Viv unless they got a unless it's in comparison to dark skin. Yeah, Nobody yeah, yeah. ever tracks her career. <laughs> that Aunt Viv shit didn't really go anywhere for either one of them, it seems. But one might have been blackball. We don't know. Well, you know, they call her but crazy. I mean, I mean, they, but she the one we they remember. They both got that syndication money though, so they both doing well. Oh yeah, they they doing straight. They they ain't hurting for nothing. But uh, yeah, man, Aunt Viv. Her name is actually Janet. Uh, Janet Janet Hubert. Janet Hubert. Hubert. Shout out to Blacktress Janet Hubert is what she goes by on Facebook. <laughs> uh, so okay, let's set the whole thing up. I mean, if you don't know by now, one the Oscars, the nominations came out last week, and uh, it was completely void of any melanin, any color, any diversity. It was a very white Oscars, so white that the, the, one of the blackest movies, arguably the blackest movie of the year, straight out of Compton, 
was nominated for one of the few white uh, positions in the thing. <laughs> so Which, out of all of the people on the cast, the Straight Outta Compton, <laughs> the white guy writer uh-huh. gets nominated for the Oscar. <laughs> that shit is hilarious. That's almost spiteful. <laughs> so, ha, uh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> motherfuckers. <laughs> So anyway, so in response to that, it's been a, you know, it's been a bit of an uproar. It's been a lot of uh, brouhaha, you know what I mean? Even though uh, Chris Rock, who's a black man, is going to be hosting this Oscars, a lot of people have been saying, you know what, we're going to boycott this year. Who is we? I'm about to tell you right. Well, we, they, they assuming it's going to be the black peoples. the black Boycotting uh, the show. Boycotting the Oscars show, the telecast. So the watching of the, the show. The watching of the show. So leading that charge are director Spike Lee and uh, Jada. actress Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, actress and wife of Will Smith, mm-hmm. who was snubbed for his role in Concussion, mm-hmm. where he, you know, used the in and out uh, Nigerian accent. <laughs> I did feel it. Told you, I said. I felt, I felt like it was it was going from West Philly to West Africa. <laughs> I'm feel safe about that accent. Ah, uh, said the shit was shaking <laughs> with that African accent. <laughs> <laughs> that shit was shaking. Ooh. So, with that, with that said, Aunt Viv Janet Hubert, Blacktress Janet Hubert, uh, took to Facebook. And uh, and also made a video where she challenged Jada Pinkett and actually called Will Smith to the carpet on some listen. All of a sudden, because mm-hmm. you ain't get a nod for that whack ass accent, <laughs> that accent that wasn't that convincing. You, oh, you all of a sudden now you want to mobilize. Now you want everybody in the in the town to risk being blacklisted. How she's been blacklisted. In this effort to be an activist, however, years ago, about 20 years ago when the Fresh Prince was on the air, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was on the air, maybe almost 30 years ago, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air was on the air. There was a time when it was doing rather well and the success was so that Janet, I guess, uh, flew the idea to, to Will saying, listen, the show's doing great. You're the star of the show. How about we leverage your star power so that we could collectively get a raise in our salaries? <laughs> and uh, Will was like, nah, I'm good on No, all. ma'am. Take it easy. We'll <laughs> see you later. Matter of fact, yeah. we going we gonna to not go. even kill you off. We going to exchange you for a light skin <laughs> up here. A lighter shade of brown. <laughs> With no real, no real acknowledgement. <laughs> they just replaced it. They just say you are replaceable. Exchangeable. <laughs> they replaced the shit out of Aunt Viv. They went with a whole new actress. I'm not sure we're gonna get the name on the uh, second Aunt Viv, so we could give her her credit too. But uh, anyway, all of that said, that definitely left some residual hurt feelings. I would I would say that's um that's that's uh, apparent. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to go as far as saying it's it. It's bitter, but maybe, but it's a, it, it could, it could be. I mean, but you know, it could be some bitterness in there, but shit, man. You got a point. The shit valid, man. Like, fuck, man. It, it, nobody, why, where was she when it was Black Lives Matter and, you know what I'm saying? And this one and that one and all the real shit that's going on out here. They want to call everybody the task to not watch a TV show for a couple hours on one night yeah. for the sake of some actors. You know what I'm saying? Which, you know, on one hand, is definitely a cause. Yeah. But it ain't my cause. I'm a consumer, man. So what you how you feel about this? Talk to sound like I you mean, feel I away. never I never I never was fucking I never took the fucking Oscars and all that shit to, with no validity for myself because one, I'm not an actor or I, you know what I'm saying? I'm not in Hollywood like mm-hmm. that. And they never acknowledged any motherfucking thing I liked. Mm. Now, I ain't Friday wasn't up there. <laughs> training you know day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, training day was, yeah, they, they, they got training day, but that's one of many, goddammit. Don't you like that <laughs> motherfuckers hit you with the, the one or two? You act, You're like training day, didn't you? <laughs> you acting like my son. <laughs> oh, is that what he said? Nah, nah, some other oh, shit. hit you with the two shades? <laughs> yeah, with the two shades. But, you know what I'm saying? I never looked to the Oscars to say, hey, those were movies that I enjoyed, and then, you know what I'm saying, they're going to just validate, you know, the, the movies I consume. 
You know what I'm saying? None of the, like growing up, none of the shits, none of the shits I was watching was up there. So it didn't matter to me. That shit was some people, some old people in a room to me. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? Just old people, not really like a white thing, more just you felt like it was old or you felt like it was old white. It was old and white. It was okay. very white. Did you It was white before it was old. Okay. But it was old and white. And it grew white. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Did you did you and I'm gonna ask you how you feel about this too, Vlad? Did you resign yourself consciously? Like you said, they never celebrated the shit that you like. So did you resign yourself consciously to say, look, that's for white folks? And then NAACP awards, Image Awards, BET awards, that's gonna I be mean, for me. Nah, I mean, none of that shit didn't even exist at that time. So, I mean, NAACP awards, maybe. Maybe. But, you know, that was old black people. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm mean. saying? Like, like I said, man, I was, wasn't even listening to radio for a long time because it didn't play the type of shit I wanted to listen to. You just don't fuck with the system. The no. system's too systematic. The system just never, you know what I'm saying, validated. The shit that I enjoy. Okay. So I just I didn't care. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've probably said this on the podcast before. Like I didn't even listen to Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So because that wasn't what I was into. Mm-hmm. So you know what I'm saying? I was never. You know what I'm saying? You ain't never had to validate the shit that I was listening to because the we validated ourselves. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? When we got in the room and we felt how it felt mm-hmm. to be in the room with each other doing what we was doing the hip hop thing. That shit. Felt good. It mm-hmm. felt better than sitting back watching old white people give somebody a war. You know okay. what I'm saying? Well, let me ask you this, because you are a filmmaker. I mean, uh-huh. you you work in and you tell stories, mm-hmm. visual stories. Now, I, even if it's not that they acknowledge us or not, mm-hmm. the Oscars, some may say, most may say, is the ultimate validation, right? Yeah, in validation. Now, when yeah. you put when you put in, your, in that in a in, in an industry sense. In an industry sense, right? right? That's the gold standard. Right. Right? If you made a great piece of work mm-hmm. and you felt like and everybody was telling you and it was in the same theaters as all the other great pieces of mm-hmm. work, outperforming a lot of these great pieces of work, mm-hmm. getting critical review, acclaim and all of that. Not to say that you do shit for the validation. Uh-huh. Would you feel some type of way when it all came said and done, when the when the people were nominated that your ass was overlooked. After all of that talk, after all of that, yo, Ali, yo, man, whoo, man, that shit changed my life. That shit was powerful. Man, mm-hmm. look at the perform- Look at the box office. No doubt. But I'm kind of like, I mean, you probably would feel it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never been in a situation, so I can't really say if I'm a, but I'm not going to call for everybody to fucking boycott because my, my my little film didn't get nominated and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like what Cube said on the radio the other day. He was like, well, shit, man, my check validate me man I, I can dig it I, shit man you, if the people went to the movies and they they went out and my box office was good mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and people saying this changed their life then you go make another fucking one man I ain't you know that. what I'm saying and 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 yeah if you get to the point where you've done everything else and this is the last thing you want to do and that's something you want to do then go for it man but you know what I'm saying at, like I said man at the end of the day man I, I, I know it's a systematic thing I know that Hollywood was this, but at the same time, I also know that certain people built Hollywood on their backs, and it's for them, and they letting they letting people, other people in a little bit at a time. You know what I'm saying? As you would if you built the motherfucking house and you had all your friends over, and you, you know what I'm saying? Well, who's this motherfucker come, coming through the door? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know who that is. Let me, you know what I'm saying? You're going to check them out, mm-hmm. and you, can, you ain't going to let them all in, all the motherfuckers that's out there that you don't know. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So you, so you see, you feel like it's a, it's yeah. a, 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 a white situation. It's a, it's and, a, it's a white situation. But they built that shit, man. Okay. And it ain't, it ain't that old to where it's so far removed. Is that shit? They built that shit from little Nickelodeons. They went to Hollywood, put, built their little studios and shit, and built it up with their people. I can dig it. All right, Vlad, what you think, man? Um. All right, so. It's a very nuanced conversation. Uh-oh. Laughing um, out there with the motherfuckers. So I, I don't know, dude. I guess I'm a little. Sh- I got a couple things to say about this. One is, um, you know, we're trying to have a qualitative discussion on what is quote unquote the right films that should have been selected. Okay. So you gonna have to explain. You know, for what example, you mean qualitative. For example, well, for example, with Beast of No Nation, for example, right? Right. And this is just me, and my conspiracy mind going. You know, Idris did a fantastic job. That was granted, right? No, I didn't. I told you I didn't watch that shit. I heard it was depressing. Yeah. 
Yeah, so um, hilarious. Dead ass. I didn't watch it. If you tell hilarious. me some shit is depressing beforehand or some shit is three hours beforehand, there's a strong chance I will not watch it. But go ahead. Hilarious. So with that one, for example, you know, I don't think it was a race thing on that film. I think it was more so the Academy. And this is me being a conspiracy theorist. I wonder if they were afraid of legitimizing Netflix by giving that film an Oscar. Hmm. Oh, that's interesting. Um. Because in my mind, the Oscars are also connected to box office draws. Mm-hmm. So you, you legitimize a streaming platform. Well, they no, but, but, of, but they had to put it in the theater, though. It actually right. went to the box but, office but, for a bit. But at the same time, on the conspiracy, you know what I'm saying, all of the theater chains were pretty upset that Netflix basically only put it in certain theaters for a very short amount of time, just the minimal amount of time. Yeah. To so it kind of shitted on the theater business. Got it. To get, you know what I'm saying, into the race. All right. Keep going. So that so yeah, so, so Lee, that's a great point. So in my mind when I saw that when I saw that nomination, I was like I I I was I saw that not happening. I didn't see Idris getting a nomination just based off those uh Yeah. Uh those backroom factors. Yeah. Um and then and then the, 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 challenge, the, challenge of have, the challenge of having this conversation for me is also the fact that I haven't seen all the films that were, that were nominated. Mm-hmm. Like, I haven't seen The Big Short. I haven't seen Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, so I can't, you know, it's hard to critique. Like, I, 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 I'm hesitant to just jump and say, oh, they should have nominated Creed, you know? Well, did you see Creed? Did you see Straight Outta Compton? Did you see Beast in No Nation? Did you feel? And then, I mean, you, the, ones, the things that you saw, I know you said you saw Revenant. You know what I mean? Like, did you right. leave, or did you saw concussion? Did you leave any of these these movies feeling like, oh damn, that that one deserved an Oscar? You, did so you- the two people that yeah, so I'm happy to ask that question. The two people that I thought deserved the nomination mm-hmm. uh, was the director of Creed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael B. Jordan did a great job, but for me, I don't think it was. You know, mm-hmm. um, I thought he did a better job in Trueville. Okay, um, but I thought the director certainly deserved a nod, and then I thought in. Straight out of Compton, I thought the Easy E character deserved a nod. I agree with that. I definitely agree that that the cat that played Easy E should have got a motherfucking shit. nomination. And in, in, in my motherfucking world, Straight Out of Compton won Best Picture. You know what I'm saying? Best actor, best supporting actor for Cube's son playing Cube because he played the shit out of that shit. That's the Muhammad Awards. That's, that's the Muhammad Awards. We'll be giving them the out, Muhammad you know what I'm saying, uh, uh, in conjunction with the Oscars. <laughs> we'll get, well, I hit them with you. I see you. I know your energy. I, your name ain't even going to be on the award, but I, 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 I felt you know your saying? energy. You know what I'm saying? It was impactful. But go ahead. So you said uh, you felt like uh, what's the cat's name from uh, that play Easy Jason something that play Easy Easy. Yeah, I thought he did a fantastic job in that one. I, I thought, thought he was he dope too. Yeah, y'all sleeping on the Dre dude too, but yeah, Easy E did pull it off. Nah, Dre was cool, but I, if I had to, if I had to look at everybody in that movie, mm-hmm. I felt like the cat. It was Jason Mitchell. Jason Mitchell was falling away like his performance. Everybody was great. The mm-hmm. casting was amazing. I don't even know if there's an Oscar for casting. Best picture. But uh, I felt like that shit was official. I felt like everybody held their weight. You know, I got to give Cube's son a bit of an asterisk because you grew up. You know what I mean? If somebody, yes, you know yes, what I mean? Yes, you grew up with your father and you look like your father. No shots, yes, yes, but yes. it ain't that. It's not that much of a departure. Now, young Jason, Jason Mitchell, I felt like he killed it so much so that it made me even... Fuck with Easy E more, right? You know what I mean. <laughs> right. But uh, go ahead, keep going. So, I, to me, those were the nominations for in terms of that I thought, uh, you know, in terms of con- con- uh, concussion. Yeah, let's talk I don't about know, it, man. I'm watching the film, mm-hmm. and you know, it's one of those instances where I, I, I'm looking at the film, going, "They could have gotten an African." Yeah. <laughs> You know, <laughs> but an African didn't produce the motherfucker. They could have gotten an African. That might be the title. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's funny as shit. Yeah, so I feel you. That's not. That's not to say that Will didn't do a great job. But when you watch the film, it's hard to watch it without having, uh, like, without putting your studio glasses on as you're watching it. You know? I, I mean, with you know, the studio glasses, but then also. I think Will Smith is such a fucking big star that and and he's established. Will Smith 
is one of them guys that's kind of played like even from the door, and he's had a benefit of of the benefit of what a lot of A list actors take years to get to. But I feel like Will Smith has kind of played Will Smith in every movie. You know what I mean? Will Smith as the guy who has to sleep with his son in the bathroom. Will Smith broke. Will Smith <laughs> as the matchmaker. Will Smith as a angry drunk uh, superhero. This time it was Will Smith as an African, and it was like, damn, Will, just be Will, because like it, I can't, I couldn't buy it. But that's just me. That's me. I didn't feel it was that transformative a uh, uh, performance, in my opinion. But go ahead. Um, and you know, and I get it. You know, as, as I'm learning myself in this business, there's a bit there's business aspects to producing, you know, content. So, but you watch the film and you go, they obviously put Will in there because he's a draw. You know. Yeah. Did he produce um, it? I think he did. I think he did. I think he did. I, he did. I will say I this did, though. Yeah. I say because when I watch it, I was like, as you say, you put your studio glasses on. Right? Okay, I like when I watch it. I was like, you know, Will being Will using his Will Smithness, he got a lot of African cats in the movie. A lot mm-hmm. of cats that you probably hope you hopefully you see him again. But it was a lot of black, a lot of black people in this big film. Right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know that was that was that was something that was uh. That was like a flex, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But as far as his performance goes, I wasn't like, <sighs> but to be fair, I'll say right. this. I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio's uh, performance <laughs> in The Revenant was Oscar worthy either. But that's just right. me right. saying that shit. Now, now on back to the conspiracy, you know what I'm saying? Okay. You know, I could, I could, I, I, I could, on, you know, on my conspiracy hat, I would see the NFL really putting a real block on that mm. on that uh concussion nomination especially wow. since they they do kind of work their schedules around each other so that the Oscars could get that Sunday wow you know what I'm saying so you know they say you know the super, the NFL owns a day of the week which right. is Sunday mm-hmm. and they promote the Oscars as Oscar Sunday and it falls right there right before the Super Bowl so mm. you know what I mean so I, you know just conspiracy wise you know, hey. and I ain't saying nothing at all we you know what I'm saying I'm just hole. saying that you know what I'm saying? That's a big ass corporation that that might have put a little monkey wrench in in uh, Will Smith's program. Damn, that's an ill one because if you know, because it is a bit of a downer when you watch concussion. You do kind of feel and to follow concussion winning with the, the Super Bowl. Bowl? Shit. That's yeah. a wow. <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> Go ahead, Vlad. What else? Woke. What well, else? I think, uh, I think you know Ali. Yeah, to, to Ali's point, you know the Oscars. You know, it's it, you know we talked about earlier about validating. Mm-hmm. The, it is perceived as legitimizing something. You know, mm. um, so yeah, if you legitimize concussion, you know, then you got Super Bowl Sunday. People are going, wait a minute, hold on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but honestly, so now, the, the, now the, I saw the Revenant, and to me, um, I thought Leo did a great job. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think the movie could be. Uh, <laughs> To me, I wanted to, I wanted to do a sketch of of the, of the Revenant summary, mm-hmm. and it's two minutes of Leo just crawling and, and making a fire. That's it. I mean, and, um, and fucking sleeping and <laughs> sleeping in the woods and shit. That it, was that was the film. Was and crawling, fighting that bear. Yeah, that was yeah. early in the game. That was the best part of the whole shit. The bear. But see, the problem with I had with the whole shit, even with the bear scene, which was the best scene in the movie, was that okay. Bear whoops his ass, drag him around, then mm-hmm. takes a break, a long-ass break. Mm-hmm. Give him time to collect a weapon. Mm-hmm. Fight him a little more. Uh-huh. Take another long-ass break. Man, come on, man. Bear might have been tired. Leo was Get giving the- him the face. It wouldn't even been no fate if the bear could have finished his ass off the first little shakeup. We don't know what that bear's fighting history is. That bear might have been a sucker. You know what Man, that's what they want us to believe. The bear had to run back to his corner. Old sucker ass bear taking breaks. Yeah, I, he did take a couple breaks. <laughs> I felt like that little. I I said uh, shout out to my man Chris Lambert. He he asked this a while ago about the, uh, you know the the Leo performance. I felt as though he just did that that Wolf of Wall Street Quaalude shuffle against <laughs> the, the elements. Oh, hilarious! He should have won the Oscar last year right. with that Wolf of Wall Street. It was so many different pops to that performance. That was a way better performance than the Revenant. I feel like this is going to be one of them looks where they forgot they messed up. Right. You know what I mean? How they did Denzel with the hurricane. They come back and do training day or they do, you know, like they they be like, oh, we might have fucked up. Let's go ahead and get his cat the Oscar. 
And I, you know, I don't think it was, I don't think it was the, it wasn't a bad performance, but I just don't think if you're going to look at Leo's performances, you know, I felt like shit, he should have got that last year over this year. I think he's going to get it though. I mean, you know, he did a good job, man. I, I, I can't say he didn't do a good job. I mean. I won't say that. He's a good actor. It just wasn't the best movie. Yeah, it was regular. I think the cinematography. Well, you ain't said that shit in a long time. It. Say it again. I gotta say. I gotta say though, dude. <laughs> I gotta say. I gotta, I gotta say though, the uh, the director of that film, who, as you know, is the same guy that did Birdman. Yeah. He does an amazing job with those single shots, though. Right, 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 um, right. The opening scene of The Revenant with a little like mini, mini, uh, mini battle. It's like Saving Private Ryan. It was really good, dude. I mean, it's really, it was really well done with the cinematography and yeah. uh, and uh, um. Nah. And then, and then Creed, you know, Creed also used that same technique for the for the fight scenes. I think Creed shot. I think that was maybe one of the best boxing movies shot. Mm-hmm. Like you felt, like it felt a little, like it you were immersed in it. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, and I think a lot of people been giving uh, the whole. A lot of people were giving Sylvester Stallone flack for being nominated, and also for like overlooking Ryan yeah. Coogler and, and, uh, and uh, Michael B. Jordan in his speech. Now, I, I do think, you know, listen, you need to, if you're going to get nominated for a movie, at least know the fucking director. Like, the motherfucker was drunk, man, at the but, Golden uh, That's the other thing. He's drunk, and he, Sylvester Stallone, even though the sober tip is probably not right. the, the best yeah, I mean, recollection-ass motherfucker. Yeah, but then he came back. He watched it up, man. He gave the man the sequel. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. That's how I feel, because a lot of people are like, how the fuck Sylvester Stallone, dude, if it wasn't for Sylvester Stallone, it would be no Creed. <laughs> exactly. That shit is a spinoff of Rocky. Hilarious. Right. He wrote Rocky. Like, people, you know, but you were the bad guy when you say that shit. Yeah, I mean, shit. But, he uh, came back. He cleaned it up, man. They was drunk as fuck. Denzel couldn't even remember who the fuck to thank. Denzel chose <laughs> not oh, to thank that niggas funny. that, that was, was he couldn't read. He was like, man, no, fuck him. No, no, I see him in the street. <laughs> Ali, Ali, what made me laugh the most about Denzel's speech is that he hit a moment where he was going to talk about his mom. Mm-hmm. He said something. He got into some sentimental story, and then he just gave up on it. Yeah, he was. Them motherfuckers was drunk. <laughs> I didn't catch it. Yeah, they were yeah. twisted. <laughs> it was the end of the night. I'm saying I, I, I peeped that. Like I said, I ain't never watched the show, but I watched it this time. You know what I'm saying? And they was getting twisted up in there and having a good motherfucking time. By the time it got to them speeches, man. Shit. They ain't forget to shout out the foreign press, though. They, 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 know they, that. they made sure to, to, to shout out to the people that brought them there. Because that was that open bar. <laughs> shout out. Shout out to these motherfuckers. Ha ha. Had that on deck. Nigga. <laughs> oh, man. Now, now, I did not see I did not see the big short, which I, I heard was great. I saw that. Uh, How was it? How was it? It was good. It was good. It was, um, I liked it. I liked it. It was good. It was, uh, it was good. It was it was good. It was a point at the end where like I'm not gonna lie, I was a little lost. And then with the thing and I felt a little stupid. You know how I guess you know there's movies like that where you feel a little lost and you feel almost stupid to be lost because the people you watch it with seem like they all in. And then the thing about that movie was they made it a point to explain various things with cool little devices. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're talking heavy, you know, finance talk and CDOs and, you know, all types of other abbreviations for various different things that go on in the financial thing, like a lot of lingo that a layman probably wouldn't know. So they would do things like, here's Margot Robbie in a ba- in a bubble bath explaining this. And you go, oh, all right. Here's Anthony Bourdain who explains this. So it made it, it was like they they... They did that shit to be like, ho, 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 I know you about to fall asleep and all of that. Are you looking little, you know, looking like you don't know what's going on? Here's something for you. I thought that was cool. The resolution was, it, it threw me off a little bit. It was fucking star-studded, you know what I mean? You had Brad Pitt in there. You had Ryan Gosling, Steve Carell, you know, a bunch of other motherfucking big names, Christian Bale. It was a good movie. It was a good movie. I, You know, I, the thing is... I don't, you know, when the shit still to me seems so fucking ambiguous as to what is Oscar worthy. You know what I mean? It's it's the popularity contest yeah, at the man, end of the day. Come on, man. There's a bunch of motherfuckers get together and say, hey, what y'all like? Cause I shit, we could do the end of conversation awards. We should do that you know shit. What I'm hilarious. And hilarious. shit, we, we could come up with some shit. You know what I'm saying? Let our people vote. Yeah. And we then should, that's going to be it. We should do that shit. You're going to forget a lot of shit. 
And it's going to be some motherfucker at the film festival like, these motherfuckers didn't even nominate me and shit. Uh-huh. I won that motherfucking Brooklyn Film Festival and shit. Motherfuckers. Motherfucker. I will say this. I saw a room. That shit was good. What was that? What's that? That shit was good. good. It's a movie. It's Brie Larson, who I like. I think she's a dope actress. She killed it in, um, she killed it in Trainwreck, but she plays like this woman who was uh, basically... Um, she Trap, was, right? She was trapped? She was trapped in a shed for about seven years. Trapped in a shed for seven years. Had a baby within them seven years. And two years into the thing. Trapped in a shed? Trapped in a shed, meaning like who? Like a dude kidnapped her ass. Oh, okay. Threw her ass in a shed, raped her, I guess. Like 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 my man, like dead giveaway. I don't even know, but like the like the <laughs> in Cleveland, yeah, yeah, is that what's called? Yeah, like when, and when she came out and she saw me and she ran into the arms of a black man, yeah. that was a dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> I th- they should have made a movie on that. You, they, you should make the movie because I thought it was called Dead. I was like, I didn't see Dead Giveaway. I remember the Cleveland story, but yo, you need to put that get that shit option. Hey, uh, Damien, Damien, uh, the tagline for the film is. A different vantage point. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yo, so she's yeah, similar to that. This woman is trapped by this guy. He locks her into a shed with like a like a steel door with a you gotta type in the code. She never knew the code. He always told her, You turn your head when I put the code in, or you beat her and shit. And gets her pregnant. She has a kid, um, you know, two years in, so the kid is five. They managed to get out, but a large part of the movie starts within just that 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 shed, just her and the kid. Mm-hmm. And not only should she have gotten nominated, that young kid, Jacob Tremblay, that kid put in work. You be knowing them names. I cause that <laughs> motherfucker was like, I was like, yo, he needs he should get nominated. Like that's one of them things. Like when you see a performance. That makes you say, yeah, let me go to IMDb and see who the fuck this is. That's how I judge by Oscar criteria. If I mm-hmm. had to be sent to IMDb to find out more about you, mm-hmm. I think you deserve some type of, uh, you know, some type of fucking nomination. Mm-hmm. But uh, I saw a room. I saw a lot of these. I, you know, I saw a lot of these Oscar films. You know what I mean? I saw Big Short. I saw Room. I saw Revenant. I didn't watch Bridge of Spies yet. I didn't see Brooklyn. It, eh, it looks... Look like real old timey, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't know what else got nominated. I saw Straight Outta Compton. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like it's always kind of ambiguous. I felt like with this Jada Pinkett thing. Now, what do you think about the Jada Pinkett Spike Lee uh, boycott on your side of things? Uh, well, first of all, I do want to touch on the fact that. They're also, I think they're also asking Chris to, to remove himself. Oh, shit. Oh, Tyrese. Not they, but Tyrese. <laughs> Black tie. What you think about that? Oh, Tyrese. What you think about uh, that? And I like your angle. We got to talk about your angle in a second, Ali, but what do you think? Go ahead. <coughs> uh, you mean regarding Chris? Yeah, regarding Chris's uh, situation. Um, it's funny because Ali Leroy on Twitter uh-huh. said... Uh, Chris Rock should keep the gig, but he should bring Earthquake and some more with him to host. I think he should bring a bunch of black actors just to, like as a stunt. Just wild black right. actors just rush the stage with about some self-destruction shit. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and that'd be. I mean, what the fuck can you do at this point? Right, that man got. I it. think. I think. I think the the implication is that him hosting it is him advocating a racist institution. Mm-hmm. Right. That's kind of the overall implication of what. Mr. That's Griffin. the implication. So what I want to what I want to ask you guys is, why don't you turn that that, that ringer off in the background, brother? Why don't you just sorry, sorry, sorry. Um, is that is that the implication, or is it, or, or is he just no. a guy doing a job? He's he doing his motherfucking job. That's the implication right. that everybody acting in a white movie in Hollywood is fucking advocating a. Racist system, like shit, man. The man got job to do, man. You right. don't think, but so you don't feel I, he was gonna up. do that job before it was the nominations came out. True, but we all know, like we as we were talking about beforehand. Mm-hmm. You don't think that certain people are put in place as things as like a stopgap, like you said, Crystal Isaacs, I believe her name right. is is the president this year. Uh huh. Is it Crystal Isaacs? Because I know another it's, Crystal it's, Isaacs. It's, Shout it's, out it's, to it's a, she got three names. And shit. Okay, but she's Isaacs. the president. You know what I'm saying? The black lady is the president of the academy. You know what I'm saying? They it, calling for the boycott on her watch. 
You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They gonna scapegoat her ass, and you know what I'm saying? You couldn't control your blacks and shit. Think she gonna take that L? <laughs> she gonna take the L, or she might fix it. You know what I'm saying? How she gonna fix it? She might fix it. She, she might gonna, come back next well, year with a strong. She might well, institute more people on the academy board, or you know what I'm saying, whoever do the vote, voting and shit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. You know, she. I don't know what the fuck they do to make that shit right, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Be honest with you, I don't really give that much of a fuck at motherfucking all. I, actually, you know what I'm saying. These people been doing this shit way before I was around. I just feel like it wasn't like I could see if it was a, a year like when it was that year like with Fruitvale and all of that, you know, like it was yeah, a two bunch years of ago. it was a bunch of black movies that was out that was like dope and all of that where it's like god damn you can't overlook this shit. I don't feel like not to say maybe I maybe I'm fucking need to be enlightened. I didn't see that many movies where I'm like, well what about this? What about that? You know what I mean? So it it's is. Cheryl Isaacs by the way, not Crystal Isaacs. Shout out to Crystal Isaacs who I know she used to uh do promo over at uh, Atlantic. Really? Yeah, that's the homie. <laughs> and then uh, shout out to Cheryl Isaacs, who's over at the Academy. Nah, I'm, I'm, I mean, fuck, Chris Rock has done this show before. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's done it in other white years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He know what it is. Mm-hmm. His, his little movie ain't getting nominated for no Oscar when he came out. And he, it, well, he's look, doing his job, man. This, this man out here doing what he do. And then you also hire Chris Rock to point that shit out, right? He is, you know, just like how you hire Ricky Gervais for a certain thing, mm-hmm. you hire Chris Rock for a certain thing. So, I mean, I don't think he was hired for no reason. Of course You know not. what I'm saying? And the Oscars, because this ain't the first year that this hashtag Oscar So White has gotten any traction. Last year had it. So maybe this was in reaction to that. It was like, mm-hmm. well, listen. We can't really control who the people go on nominate, nominate, but we can control who's going to be the person that's going to be narrating you throughout this whole ceremony. Exactly. And he's somebody that's known to point out shit like right. this. I, I mean, I just like his response to the whole shit on on Twitter from the jump. Where he say the Oscars is the uh, white folks BET Awards. White BET Awards. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it's already lending to the fact that he about to point out some funny shit in regards to all of this. Let me ask you that though. That's the that's one of the questions I always ask. Why? Why? We, I mean, we do celebrate the BET Awards in a backhanded way, no doubt. The BET Awards. We don't appreciate our own shit. We man. don't. We don't. We, we appreciate our we, shit. We appreciate like we we give it the mean engagement because the BET Awards. I, I don't I don't want to jump out on the limb, but I think the BET Awards does better than the Oscars rating wise, maybe. And that shit is on a fucking cable right. network. Right. That shit has the that has shit, people. Love to tweet through it, live tweet, yep. hate on it, to show, throw shots or whatever, no. whatever. It's like a black folks family reunion. It's a family reunion, <laughs> but why don't we just celebrate that shit? Like, how come a BET award don't mean just as much as a fucking Oscar? That's what I be trying it's to say. It's a fucking trophy. That's what I be trying to say. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? We, we take that, you know what I'm saying? Why don't, Jada talk, why don't you and Will go host the motherfucking BET awards and shit? Or show up and to the BET awards. Produce award. that shit or some shit. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? It's and then bring all the, you know what I'm saying, the black Hollywood elite to the, to BET, the, to the BET Awards and then show out. Yeah. Well, Chris Rock did host the BET Awards, I think, 2014. No doubt. So Chris he, Rock show, he go across the board, man. I ain't mad at him, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tyrese talking about Chris Rock should walk away <laughs> now. Tyrese <laughs> should get invited now. Hilarious. Tyrese, man, come on, man. Oh, that, is a, that, is, that, is a, that is a fair point. Chris Rock did host, you know, Chris Rock does do both. You know what yeah. I mean? Shit, you gotta get there. Gotta he, get there. He, he is proving himself to you know what I'm saying. He yeah. he 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 think across the board. You know, that, that's the same motherfucker made CB four man. Yeah, which one number straight out of Compton one. Straight out of low cash. Straight out of low cash. That was very black and critical, thoughtful. Same motherfucker to you make pooty tang. You know what I'm saying? Pooty tang. You know what I'm saying? And don't get no blacker than you don't get tang. no blacker than that. You know what I'm saying? Sadate. You know. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sadate. So. You know what I'm saying? For him to do the Oscars, man, I ain't mad at him. Yeah, yeah it's for a reason. Uh-huh. But at least, you know what I'm saying, it gives us the reason to be in that conversation mm-hmm. and to to have a, a critical spin on the conversation at the same time, man. Mm-hmm. Even when we ain't got the nominations. There you go. So uh, what else is cracking, man? What's going on beyond that? I think we... We didn't dedicate enough time to that shit. Because, uh-huh. listen, nobody going to be talking about this shit the day after the Oscars. Nah. It's some no outrage doubt. for the moment. No you doubt. You know what I mean? No doubt. It is what it is. Uh, 
What else is going on, man? What what's popping out there? I mean, shit, are we going I see Meek and um <laughs> Meek. Meek and, and 50 beefing. They got an award for Meek. What's the Meek Award? <laughs> I don't know what the Meek Awards is. Uh, man. It's like it, this shit is look, man. Look, man. Meek Mill and 50 Cent are beefing right now, right? This is my thing, man. This shit shouldn't happen. You know what I mean? <laughs> Meek done survived or at least rode the waves, the turbulence of the whole Drake beef that he didn't fully all the way re- respond to, right? Right. So there's a big ass beef on, there's an elephant in the room. There's a beef that was uh, uns- kind of, it's still unsettled. Unsettled ass beef. It's unsettled. However, so then, you know, kind of. People kind of let it die. Like Meek's fan base is starting to like reveal themselves again. People are saying, all right, it's cool to kind of be a Meek fan again. The people mm-hmm. that fucked with Meek again is like, man, fuck that. It's been enough time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Look, man, let that man cook. You know, people are ready for, you know, DC4. You know, and then so Meek dropped a, a four-song EP. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's his first new music since. Is that an EP? That's what, phone, I mean, phone, phone record. I guess when you just ain't enough music, they call it an EP. That used to, have, that used to be a single. You know? It was a maxi <laughs> single. A maxi single and shit. Look, man, I don't know what none of this shit means. A fucking street album versus a fucking mixtape uh, mix versus a, uh, in a fucking free project. I don't know, man. He dropped four new songs uh-huh. that he had it because he hasn't dropped no new music since this whole debacle. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Unfortunate debacle kind of fucked his wave up because he had a pretty good album. Yeah, he was number. He was at number one. Yeah, number the, one. When, when he, he did the stupid ass Twitter finger shit. Kind of, it kind of undermined a, a solid album. So he, he he took a little took a little time, regroup, dropped four new joints, mm-hmm. and on one record he's going at fifty, and he's mm-hmm. going at fifty because I guess fifty was saying some slick shit when the Drake Meek shit was cracking. Right. Which is weird to me because you still ain't really all the way getting. You ain't even. (laughs) You ain't getting. Finish that. Yeah. Like, come on, man. What's going on? So it's like. Now you done you done awoke a motherfucker that just that's all he lived for. Oh, rich petty ass nigga. (laughs) (laughs) The the richest, most petty nigga. That nigga, that's all he waited for. That nigga must Google search his name every morning to see who got some shit to say. Better to do. You awoke a beast who you knew was a beast because you have been quoted on Twitter years ago saying, motherfuckers don't need to fuck with 50 for the same reason that you fuck with 50. Yeah. Retarded. I don't give a fuck about this beef, man. I mean, it's not a beef to give a fuck about. It's not even real. It's It's nothing to it except for the fact that how could an artist be so close to being something? You know what I'm saying? Just be so not. Yeah. You know, I I can't say not smart. I can't say not bright. Impulsive, but but not fucking strategic. He playing checkers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying in the chess game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what the fuck is going. on. I don't know what these conversations are, man. I, you know, I don't. I don't give a fuck. Like honestly, man. I don't give a fuck. What else is cracking? <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a fun it's a funny thing because, I mean, you, Ali and Damon, you guys are more versed in hip hop than I am. But um, mm-hmm. it seems to me, as, as an outsider, mm-hmm. so much of hip hop is about, like, um, for lack of a better word, like your level of toughness, your level of like, um, you know, you're, you're basically like how, how you man your territory. Mm-hmm. So there's times where I wonder, like as an artist, um, if, if like if, if Meek just does it deliberately because he feels as if he needs to somehow give off that impression that he's still of that, you know what I'm saying? That he's still of that cloth. But if you don't man your territory, if you don't fucking protect the territory, then that's a moot point. If you just throw it out there, I man my territory, then motherfucker come shit all over your yard and you don't do shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then that's a, that's a bad look. Yeah. This is, this is, this is, this is potentially pretty bad because to, to, to your point, I think it was Damien that said this, like, Drake was the first one that he didn't finish. Now he has 50, if that goes sour. I mean, you know, the chips start piling up. But I, he might be of the Donald Trump mindset, man. He might be of the, in all press is good press. Except he's not up in the polls. He's <laughs> <laughs> not. He's, he's, he's got fucking Mike O'Malley numbers right now. 
Ali, Ali, you bring up a good point though because in entertainment you can't take yourself too seriously. That's why sometimes when I look at Kanye doing his spectacles, uh huh, I was looking at him with a side eye. Like I wonder if this is so deliberate, and he I'm, knows that. I, I looked at Kanye's whole controversial career i mean the, his career in controversy not his not his records but his career in controversy mm-hmm. as such i thought all his shit was deliberate to me he never looked like a good actor in that sense to mm-hmm. me he mm-hmm. just looked like all oh, he planned it out wrote it down on paper and then went and executed it but i don't think that he don't believe that shit i don't I mean, think I'm it's not a saying stunt he, he don't him. believe it but it's like the execution of the controversy is like, yeah, I wrote that shit on paper. Uh-huh. It's not just organic. Like, he just says shit off the cuff and it's some shit. <laughs> it's an agenda. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he he went, okay, this is how I'm going to do this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like Jada with the, the Oscars. There's an agenda here. Right. It's like, we got to go to war against this establishment. Right. Because I feel a way. Right. Kanye has always kind of been like, they, right. these motherfuckers ain't fucking with me, so right. none of us should fuck with these people. Right. You and then, I mean? then the next day, he fucking with them people. And you be like, damn, Kanye, I wasn't fucking with the people because you said don't fuck with the people. <laughs> now you still fucking with the people. He did that? I ain't see he, that. He still be on that fashion shit. He still, you know what I'm saying? Come on, man. Wayne did he, that. No, I mean, nobody ever followed Wayne into a. <laughs> Situation till this recent one, I think I think Wayne kind of had the people. It started to become a, one of those things where people were starting to feel for Wayne. Like, damn, Wayne, yo, man, that's fucked up. What's going on? That's supposed to be your your supposed father and all of this shit and da 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 da. And then the shit is just all good again. You know what I mean? Wayne just, was like, man, you know what, mom. I'm gonna take the lesser two evils. You know what I'm saying? I'd rather take some of my money now. Then none of my money for the foreseeable future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He like, man, let's just, you know, that, that's what you call settling out of court in the hip hop world. Okay. <laughs> he just say, fuck it, man. You know what I'm saying? They say Mac Main set them, set them both down, set, set Wayne down with baby. Mac Main probably was starving to death out there. Like, listen, man, we got to fucking mm, settle this, this shit out, out man. Because if, if the label ain't eating, Mac Main ain't eating, Wayne ain't eating. Niggas are shooting up your tour bus, though. That's like that. That I mean, I guess we're still in the hip hop realm or whatever. But that that that's what contract negotiation goes south when niggas <laughs> open up. Even in the streets, I'm watching Respect Life. Hold on now, it was gunplay. It's a different type of thing. These young boys. Yeah, man. We'll get to that in a second. But uh, what are we talking about? We still talk about this Meek uh, Drake. No, no, thing, we, 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 we went on to, you know. Oh, talk about compared it to Ye and then. Yeah, we're talking about Ye. We're just talking about Ye, man. I'm going to say this as far as Ye is concerned. There's a lot of Fairweather fans that have revealed themselves. With why this why you say that? Because it was a, about two weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Just about two weeks, no more than two weeks ago. Uh, cat I know on Twitter, mm-hmm. uh, shout out his kid named Youssef, and I don't want to just single him out because mm-hmm. it was quite, it was a huge chorus. Youssef said it was, it was a huge chorus. Youssef and them, and it's them. a huge chorus yeah, of motherfuckers. That's when you done made it, man. Said that uh, Kanye was washed. Uh huh. See, the thing about Twitter is, it's an open mind. Everybody feel like they got to right. say what they want right, to say. Right, 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 right. And and then he was washed. This nigga was over. He was finished. Because uh-huh. uh, Yeezus wasn't what people wanted to hear. Uh-huh. And then he put out that fax record, which was really just a fucking freestyle where he used somebody else's flow. Uh-huh. And Kanye always being the, the forward moving and thinking artist that he's traditionally been, mm-hmm. it seemed like a departure from him. Anybody else, Jay's done shit like this. You know what I mean? There's plenty of people that have taken the hot record Flip the flow of the hot record right. to you know to get the people get the streets warm. Right. Yo, we coming. Yeah, here, right, here right. go. I'ma just. Yeah, I'm consistent do, with that too. You know what I mean? A little bit, little yeah. bit. With what I put on or whatever. I put on the shit with um Chief. Uh, you know, don't like, don't like. You know okay, what I'm he, he stayed consistent with okay. a, with well, a. You know what I'm saying? Fair enough point. So you know? people was like after the 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 people wasn't fucking with Yeezus and then the people that one record the facts niggas was going with. Now this is the thing. You gotta watch what you say in the world. Like, mm-hmm. it's everything so fucking extreme. Mm-hmm. Like, shout out to Desus and Mero. Everything seems to be classic or trash right. on the internet. Right. Everything gotta be strong. Everything gotta be a lot of hyperbole. This is the best fucking record of all time. Mm-hmm. So, when the shit ain't going the right way, this nigga is washed. Right. So then he puts out Real Friends, uh-huh. 
couple people start jumping back on the on the you know what I mean on the deck. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Then, jump uh, on the deck, jump, jump, jump on the deck. Then uh, <laughs> this latest one, no more parties in L.A. Come out with him and Kendrick, uh-huh. and it's a chorus of Yeezy back. This nigga's the best. And I was like, wait a minute, fam. <laughs> I can't really trust a lot of your decision, and I don't want to point that on that man Yusuf because I don't know where he stands with the with the thing. But I've right. seen a lot of motherfuckers on the Twitter. It's a lot of fair weather fans. Yeah. Even Future just put out some shit that seems to be for real deal Future fans. Is it? Oh, I, I was about to say. If oh, you I thought real, you said it was for real deals. That's the shit. No, 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 no. Listen, man. When it comes to me and Future, I listen to that shit like a sociologist. I be trying to figure it out. Like I, I, I be trying to, I need a motherfucking Future dictionary. You got to open up Rap Genius when you listen to Future. I feel like but, a straight white man. But man. on this one, you can hear him a little better sound like he's trying to you know, get a little flow back to it, but the beats was like Aunt Raggler. I didn't even get too far. I mean, like two, I, I three listened to the in. whole shit, man. Purple Rain song probably was the only one that stood out. Mm-hmm. Crazy part, I'm listening to the shit, watching the Seahawks playing shit. So, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That was crazy. And they was playing that shit all through the fucking stadium. <laughs> in Carolina, they was playing that shit. Yeah, ah. So that shit was, that was, that was a weird moment in hip-hop transcendence and shit. Cass was saying that was one of the best rollouts of all time. Because... <laughs> If you don't, okay, Vlad, to give you some perspective, because you might be a little lost on this, because we definitely talking that that uh, intricate hip hop shit. <laughs> yeah, um, you like that very, movie you was talking about. You got to break it down, yeah, like Dan Charnis, yeah, yeah. the one we say such and such is in the tub talking about. Right, right, the Big Short. Yeah, the right. Big Short. You got to break that shit down. So Future, you know Future, he's a rapper from Atlanta. I'm sure you yeah. know who Future is now. Future, yeah, I know who he is. I know who he is. Has a baby by Sierra. Who's also a, um, a singer, you know Sierra. Mm-hmm. She had, you know, she had a few right. She had, she's the um, princess. She had the princess of R and B, or used to be Crunk and B at first when she first came That's out. That's what with she should have with. I don't know that Crunk game is. The Crunk did slow down, but she could have changed Crunk to trap. <laughs> she Look, just should have stayed dancing and having fun, and, yeah, you know what doing I mean? them suggestive ass videos. Yeah, but I, but I heard, I guess she still. She doing got, she had a record that came out. I'm not gonna get into Sierra that dope or not. Well, anyway, they had a, <laughs> they had a, they. I mean, I'm not gonna be out here trying to. Future and Sierra had a, a child together called Future. I think Baby Future. This is I, think baby the, future? I think the name is his name really, ain't Baby Future. I think not Baby Future, that's but I think his internet name. I think his name is Future. Okay. And and it, let us know. If yeah, that's let his us know. We're gonna find out. Real name. Anyway, it didn't it didn't go as planned. They 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 split. You know what I'm saying? Uh didn't work out. So now uh yeah, that kid's name is officially Future. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Baby <laughs> there you Future. Go. There you go. Shout out to Baby Future. Shout out to that. Uh, so check this out. So Sierra starts to date uh, Russell Wilson, who's the quarterback, quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, who made it to the Super Bowl last year. And, and, Not the year before that, the, too. Yeah, and then, you know, hasn't won. But... um you know he's a he's a hell of a you know quarterback. He's a beast. He's they, they won that first one, did they? I so. Don't get me to talk talking that sports shit. Yeah, Seattle, they won. Yeah, they won uh, the first one. They lost last. They year. lost last year where they yeah. should have just ran with. When they should have just ran. Yeah. Sorry. Right. They could have been back to back because they blew. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. Sorry about that. So anyway, long story short, Russell's a little different than Future. A Russell, lot different. Russell is like LinkedIn. You know what I'm saying? Like he he's very you know square kind of you know. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like a fucking, he's a, he's a, he's a fucking, he's not a trap rapper. Nah. He's not a motherfucker. It's, it's me and you, Vlad. It's, it's, I'm, I'm trying to, yeah. You, you Russell Wilson, I'm Future Hendrix. Okay. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. You heard this motherfucker. The voice of your choice, Future <laughs> Hendrix, <laughs> the, the, the founder of the Muhammad Awards, <laughs> Ali Muhammad. Yes, yes. So it's two extreme motherfuckers, but there's also been some like some shit going on with the the kid visitation and everything. They it's not been the most amicable split. I can't believe we talking about this. You talking about it, man? Get to the point. <coughs> Long story short. <laughs> Long uh, story short. Why did I even get? I'll just give you the background. Yeah, he was trying to break it down. Just give me the background, just so you know what these people. Are, you know, he was who, trying to set up how why futures rollout was so. So yeah. So basically. Future dropped a a mixtape like a, a twelve o'clock on the day twelve o'clock uh, a.m. like right that early early first thing that morning as soon as the, that day opened the day that 
that Seattle, Seattle was playing the undefeated. Not the undefeated. They're 15 not, they, and 1. Oh, yeah. The, the 15 and 1 Carolina Panthers. They did lose. I saw yeah, the game. They lost. The number one, the, um, you know, so it was a, it was a black quarterback, uh, you know, uh, square off. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was good. It, it, it was. It was one of those things where you felt like it was going to be a way more competitive game. Like, it was the game that people wanted to see. You know what I mean? People felt like it was going to be a competitive game. And it, it, not it to, was. And not to say that it wasn't competitive, but it opened up. Yeah, it opened up to, you know. That first, that first, first half, half, fucking Carolina was spanking them. It was 31-zip. Zip. But then they shit. Then they couldn't score again, and then they it wound up that finals 24-31. Motherfucker, Carolina was shaking in their boots. Yeah, yeah I don't know if Carolina really ready for Brady and them. Cause I don't. I mean, we'll see if Brady get past um, Denver. But this is, this is football, man. That motherfucker Brady this is, this is a is cyborg. Football. That boy is a cyborg. I ain't though. nobody thinking about no Brady. Come on, man. Fuck out hey, of man. Listen, shit. you gotta be he honest with yourselves. The motherfuckers be cheating and shit. Hey. He had a research. That's listen, all. man. He got the program research. Fuck him. Look, man. You gotta look at the, the man's record. That hey, motherfucker man. is that a record. cyborg. Fuck I always record. say the the New England Patriots is like when you play the video game. You got to play against the computer. And you swear these niggas is cheating because they beat you. It, they, you know they, I mean? is. they could be cheating, but until we find out, these motherfuckers we is going to be We found out crowd. quite a few times. I, man, listen. Don't, I, don't, I don't get into, I don't get into <laughs> high level sports until we, until we find out. We, done, we found out they had the flat balls. We found out they were spying on the Jets. Come on, man. Whatever. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I don't even know what the fuck we talking about this type of shit, man. Long story short, man. Uh, so the future shit was being played all through the fucking stadium. Russell Wilson is looking down the barrel of a thirty-one and zip at the half. It was just like you know the black twitters is kind of pit Russell Wilson and Future against each other right. just because they they've dated the same woman right. who also dated Cam Newton from what I understand but nobody talk about that but uh it was just it was just like D limit with the T oh uh, don't do that to the kid come on man come on man Hilarious. I gotta get off the Hilarious. fucking internet if I'm that guy come on Hilarious. man don't do that man I'm drinking water <laughs> drink water's polar straight Dog, I file. I'm in this bullshit. I'm in the matrix. Yeah, man. You watch that internet, man. It's all good. You man, know, we understand. Listen, man. So anyway, you know the internet will take you down a rabbit hole. Yeah, to just, the shit that you wouldn't normally look up, but you hit one link, lead to the next link. Concerned about shit, your ass ain't got no real. Bi- the internet is a haven for the nose. You know what I'm saying? That shit is crazy. Like, you know, I end up in one of them rabbit holes and shit, and then my wife sit down at my computer. You're like, why are you reading? So, yeah. uh, and then you can't even explain why nah. you, you forget. You had to backtrack through your history. How the fuck did I even get to that? Because you're nosy. That's really all <laughs> of you. You could call it being <laughs> curious if you want to make it a little bit more sophisticated. But the internet is That's a haven nosy. for the nosy. you like, oh, word? What's they, what they beefing about? Let me put this in the search. Oh, okay. Backstory, backstory. Man, you end up all the way. You end up 10 years ago in a backstory. Shit is crazy shit. Yeah, man. But uh, so long story short, it just looked like that man's reign was just it was it was it was it was fucking unstoppable. It was it was just it was amazing. Like oh shit! But the uh, the little project was regular. Yeah, man. Listen, if you ask me, a lot of them shit's been regular. But I don't consider myself being a future fan. I no can't doubt. really I can't really gauge what makes future future. You feel I, me? Right. I, I just think some of the other shit I heard, I might not understand the words, but sonically sounded you know, a little more richer than the, this little project. Sound like, you know what I'm saying? I always feel like the shit sound like the same record throughout the whole shit. Like, it just feel like, it maybe switch up a little bit, but the it, the same fucking one long ass song. But I guess that's really like when you on, on, when you on them, drugs. them drugs, you want the same vibe. You ain't got time to be fucking around. Switching yeah, up so. the vibe and shit. I guess so. That's what it. It, it sounds like maybe I need to be on drugs. You no, know, you say I gotta no. be on drugs to appreciate find this some shit. new artists. That's what you need. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you you got to. But be on that's drugs. what it sounds like. It sounds like this. You might need drugs for this. Yeah, you know what I mean, you know, I ain't for all that shit. Nah. Anyway, yeah, man. Anyway. All right. Well, what else we want to talk about, man? We all over the place a bit, but it is what it is. Vlad, what's cracking with you, man? What's going on out there? Uh, L.A. dude enjoying the warm weather. I know it's freezing in New York. Um, it's cold. So my mother says, my mother said it was brick. 
brick in the city. Shit snowed the other day. I do want to talk about, um, I've just been inspired, dude. I've been inspired by uh, Kevin Hart, man. All right. Um, You see the trailer for his his new uh, new hour? Yeah. Jumping out the stage. Yeah. Uh, 54,000 seat theater. Yeah. Brother got his own sneaker line coming out. Yeah, he's phenomenon. He's, uh, you know, the brother's just a, just, he's, he's I, I sound like an old man. He's a, he's a joy to watch. Yeah. <laughs> he's, a, he's such a joy. He's such a joy to watch. Yeah. Um, I don't know, as a comedian, dude, it's like, you just respect, like, his work ethic, but he's also just, he's, he's you know, he strikes me as just like a, and I haven't met Kevin, but he strikes me just like a, he just has a great presence about him, like, whether he's off camera, on camera, you know, um, and it's just it's just fine and watching, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing to seeing uh, what now. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what it is. I just you know I like I'm inspired by his dedication to it all. He still he works hard. He's passionate about it. You know what I mean. He get he he has this goodwill about himself that makes you you want to see him win. You know what I mean. You know it is what it is. Uh, I don't I mean, I, you know I was I ain't seen Ride Along too. I didn't think Ride Along 1 was all of that. You know what I mean? Like, some of the stuff, I'll be honest with you, and I don't want to sound like a hater. That's the thing. That's the fucked up thing with the Kevin Hart thing. Is he's such a phenomenon. If you not all in on it, you especially if you're a comic, mm-hmm. you look like a hater. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, yeah. Like, I think some of this stuff is hit or miss. Right. But I think the consistency of his dedication and his work ethic and the fact that he's a good dude and you love to see him win and he's making strides, that's what's... That's more compelling to me than some of the work. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like I went and bought fucking, I don't really go too many times to the day. I went out, went to see Ride Along first weekend when that shit came out because I was in the wave. That motherfucker, right. you'll watch a, a Kevin Hart Breakfast Club interview and be inspired. You'll right. be like, God damn it, nigga, right. what am I doing with my life? Right. I went and bought a ticket and to Ride Along and that shit was all right. Right. Regular. No doubt. You know what I'm saying? But I, I just think, you know, with Kevin, you know what I'm saying? It's he's recognizing the moment and he yeah. is fully engaging in the moment of, of getting it all out. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, at these points you could you could hit five or six good hits and then, whoo, I'm rich, I'm good, I'm chilling. Yeah. You know, I see y'all in four, five, six years. You get lazy with success. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? The side effects of fly shit. You know yeah. what I mean? So I think what he's doing now, diving in and, and really capitalizing on the moment is not only just good for him, it's good for the culture, you know what I'm saying? It's good yeah. for the kids that watch him, that's his fans. It's good for, you know what I'm saying, that he's going to be around doing tours and all that shit. You know, that shit is good to have somebody leading the way and creating the energy that others can fall right Ride into. Ride that way. You know he, what I'm saying? He's definitely brought the excitement back to, to stand-up comedy, to where, like, even in that trailer, it says the comedy event, of right. the, like an event. It ain't no show. Mm-hmm. It's an event. This motherfucker got fire in the last shit. He coming up out the out the floor. Right. You know what I mean? This ain't just a motherfucker standing in front of a brick wall. Like this is right. some shit. Right. You know? And and you know when somebody if he wasn't doing it, you know what I'm saying? It might not be happening. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you know the next comedian is playing. Okay, well shit. When I get my wave, you know what I'm saying? The next comedian trying to you know make their wave. Yeah. Yeah, he's definitely brilliant at at, at spotting the moment, you know? You know what I'm genius at that. Did you go um, see Ride Along too? No, I've been working this whole time. I do want to see it, though. Um, you so see, I've, I've been working, so I haven't had a chance to. No, okay. You seen Ride Along I've been working too? and get, getting up on you. I Ride Along 1. <laughs> 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 Did you see Ride Along 1, Black? <laughs> well, let me ask, yeah, I saw it. Let me ask you guys a question. Go ahead. Opinion, what would you say? What would you say? What would you say has been Kevin Hart's best film? Well, my favorite roles from Kevin Hart, honestly, is fucking Paper Soaps. Paper Soaps. T- paper Soaps. <laughs> paper that nigga destroyed it. That's like my favorite. That and then The Stand. Like, I liked him when he played that ventriloquist because it was like a dark, like, I mean, his cameo game was crazy. He killed it in 40-year-old Virgil. But if I had to point to one, yeah. I'm going with Paper Soldiers. Paper Soldiers. That shit was, that he killed it. Paper Soldiers. That shit was a great movie. Yeah. I would, what, what would Yo, you say? I forgot, about, I forgot about the ventriloquist. That was funny, man. Yeah. What would you say? Um, I still haven't seen Get Hard yet. Did you see that? No, nah, I ain't nobody watching that shit. <laughs> 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 the 
Get hard. That shit don't oh, even sound man. right. Oh, <laughs> this guy. This motherfucker on the poster braid a motherfucker hair. Yeah. Man, get the fuck out of here yeah. with that shit. That is hilarious. <laughs> you know, my don't fuck with a lot of that type of shit. My homie would dismiss some shit off once. Nah, that ain't it. That is not it. You got to be careful with your propaganda. That motherfucker's like, nah. There's probably a lot of motherfuckers that was like, nah, I'm good. I'm chilling on that. Man, that's cringeworthy, man. Oh, man. Any fucking way. But, um, yeah, B, you know, it is what it is. What's um, Get the fuck out of here. Transform and roll <laughs> Transform out. Transform and roll out. But, uh, Vlad, tell the people where you're going to be when you come back or where you uh, at. I'm going to be back in town this weekend. I'll be in the city. I'll be in the city. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you the man. You the man. I'm going to be at... Uh, I'll be in the city doing spots. I'm at the stand. I'm at Dangerfield. So it's on my website, lastandvlad.com. These no. are on there. And then I think uh, gonna be, I'm going to be in uh, Philly, Pennsylvania, in, uh beginning of February. Bird. Dope, dope, dope. Yo, I'm going to be on the snap. You know what I'm saying? At Thorough TV, T-H-O-R-O-T-V. And then, you know, I, I got a couple of couple of joints. I got Hot Living Magazine. We got this uh, big DJ we shooting from Japan. Mm-hmm. And then we shooting with uh, Agent Provocateur. Ooh. And uh, and my man Antoine Verglass this oh, week. Shit. So, yeah, it's going down. Dead <laughs> <laughs> That's for the creeps. Come on, man. You understand. <laughs> yes, man. I get it. I get it. That's what, hey. He got it. I get it. I, I, well, you know, it's lingerie. <laughs> I didn't say shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm sorry for basing that down. Uh, yo, man. I'm going to be in the world. Go to the website. But, uh, I got a show coming out. I'm going to be hosting this show on True TV called Comedy Knockout, Comedy KO. It'll be coming soon. I'll be giving y'all more information, but uh, just get get ready for that. Uh, I'll give you some more information as these weeks go by. And um, as always, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even the enemy. To get in the conversation. Yes. We out! <laughs>